Welcome to Mutant Puke. I'm Jake. I'm Jackson. And I'm Ivy. Yes, Ivy joining the show as a host permanently. Like, uh, whoa. We I thought it'd be a good idea to have more members in the show. So I'm not gonna say who the other new members are. You'll find out whenever they come on. But Ivy's here now. No, no more just me and Jackson. <laughs> yeah, something to break up the ennui that is this podcast. What the fuck is an ennui? Uh, just look it up. Never mind. Uh, so <laughs> just look it up. You can't even bother. They even spell that. <laughs> E-N-N-U-I. How about you ennui these nuts, my friend? That Let's doesn't make it. any sense. <laughs> it doesn't have to. Okay, um, I got it. I got it. A feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction <laughs> arising from a lack of patience or excitement. <laughs> Why were you so deadly with that? Why do you have to go so hard on the ennui? What the fuck? So I just graduated college. <laughs> okay. That's a college word right there. I did my whole thesis on that word. Let's talk about Disney adults. I am Disney one. Adult. It's very unfortunate. I didn't choose to be this way, but here I am. And like someone that grew up watching Disney? No, it's like someone who is an adult and actively enjoys Disney like to a weird degree oh like those uh weird animated youtuber dudes <laughs> uh sure i'm talking more about like you know the families that go to disneyland every year and dress up specifically like disney and not the mistress watch lilo and stitch every night i don't fucking know but every night <laughs> yeah. oh no like i i i legitimately there is a while there i was watching ratatouille every single night <laughs> Ratatouille's really good, though. Has anyone ever had ratatouille? The dish? No. It's just vegetables. It's like a game of Zuma, but instead of those colored balls, it's zucchini and other uh, vegetables. In the movie, it looks like pepperoni to me. (laughs) No meats. No meat. (laughs) Uh, But the reason I bring up Disney adults and me being one is because there's this new game called Disney Dreamlight Valley uh, that I have purchased a Founders Pack in, which means Mm -hmm. I can play it. It's early access, quote unquote, whatever. It's, uh, I don't know. It's being made by a mobile phone game company, but it's like surprisingly. You're really selling this game. (laughs) It's really, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I've spent a little time in it. It's, let me. Let me tell it's Disney meets Animal Crossing. And instead of little animal villagers, you have Disney characters walking around your town. Is that sandwich guy from Lilo and Stitch there? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think so, man. I don't think he made the cut. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, there... I, is there yeah there's pixar and disney stuff so you know you can see uh buzz lightyear or whatever but he's not like human size he's the toy so he's like really just live in his packaging what (laughs) you just live in the packaging like in story story 2 (laughs) i guess he could Why does weird shit happen to Buzz every single Toy Story movie? Like, like even the new one, he gets reset and he like starts speaking Spanish in the second one, right? And then yeah. the third one, he gets like reset again, but he's turned evil. Does he also speak Spanish in that? Not he only speaks Spanish, I think, in the third one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm combining this. I have never seen the fourth one, so I can't tell you on that. Yeah, I haven't seen the fourth one either. I saw the I saw the news one though, or the new one, Buzz or uh. Lightning or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> Buzz. Lightyear sucks balls. I hate that movie so much. Chris Evans. It, it, I thought it, you said it was so mediocre. He, 
it, I've soured on it even more. Like, Chris Evans is such a dog shit voice actor. It had, like, one cool idea. Why are we talking about Buzz Lightyear? You yeah. were talking about uh, Dreamlight Valley? It's yeah. got a 10 out of 10 on Steam. I, you know. It's uh, so Wait, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Uh, I just opened up Twitter, and the kid that played fucking Greg Heffley from Diver Wimpy Kid is sentenced to life in prison for killing his mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No shot. Greg this Heffley? First thing I see. First thing I see. Dire of Wimpy Kid actor Ryan Grantham has been sentenced to life in prison for the shooting death of his mother. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the fuck? Damn. <laughs> and then Casey said something. Oh, Casey said something about it? No, he just said something on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I think he just smacked his keyboard and hit enter. <laughs> I'm on that Greg Heffley shit. So, Roger. Uh, so about Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> what about him? What about Buzz Lightyear? Uh, uh, no, the I don't know. the sandwich guy from Lilo and Stitch is not in the fucking video game. <laughs> I'm it, not gonna buy it, it. It's like surprisingly good, is what I'm gonna say. Like you'd think it'd be dog shit. Disney is kind of like building the synergy with their like you know Pinocchio, Lilo and Stitch, so it's types of movies. The, you know what they used to be known for before marvel and all that shit they're like combining it all into their own fucking disney metaverse and a ton of stuff is coming from brand synergy like that uh there's gonna be a disney speed storm game which is gonna be like mario kart disney but it's a free-to-play game question mark oh that game and then there's like uh there's a new card game coming out soon called disney lorcana that's gonna card yeah, Cart. card, card, oh. like you know, Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon. Damn. Uh, Finally, Disney TCG. I know. I'm really excited. <laughs> That's the <laughs> thing about this. I I like all of it. <laughs> I'm really excited for <laughs> Disney TCG. I can't even get away from it because I live in Orlando, so like <clears throat> the amount of Disney adults here is like times You're ten fucked. anywhere else. <laughs> it's like right in the epicenter. Uh, sorry, I built Zerg, the Forbidden One, so I automatically win the game. <laughs> no, it, it, no, they're just doing the same thing they always do, where they just copy Duel Masters, uh, fucking Duel play Masters. style. Yeah, Duel Masters, it was this game in Japan that Wizards made to be, like, easy magic the gathering because they noticed that kids always play card games if they're cartoons and they didn't really have that for magic so they like made an easier version of magic and then the kids loved it i mean and then they brought they it over drawn. here what they were still drawn like they were technically cartoons <laughs> i don't i don't think so <laughs> they're just pieces of art just yeah to, like... I, I think i have to be animated <laughs> Like, if you go and look at fucking Mona Lisa, you're like, this is a sweet cartoon, dude. Like, yeah. it's drawn. <laughs> Honestly. I love this yeah. anime. <laughs> yeah, I like, to, was... I like to go to art museums and just check out the cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, sick anime, dude. On the wall. Those, like, cards are those, like, foil things that kind of move when you, like, change directions of what you uh, face with lenticular. it. Yeah. Why don't they do that with, like, uh, trading cards? Um, they'd sick. just be too thick. Um, too th <laughs> Yeah, like... Damn. You know, it's people can like weigh card packs and shit, and um, that's like a problem with you know, because the foil, not the like lenticular shit you're talking about, but like the hollows can weigh more, yeah, because they have more stuff. 
Yeah, that's been a problem since like Magic's inception. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so yeah, nerds had to ruin all the cool shit. As per usual. Uh, <laughs> moving on from nerd shit, comic books. I've been reading that Texas Blood, uh, which is a comic book about. Look, let me clarify. Wait, did you get your fold yet? Yeah, I did get my fold. Oh, so how is it? What's it like reading comic books on that? So fucking nice, dude. Like just reading a comic book it's like holding like a mini comic in your hand i guess like <laughs> i do have to like bring the thing a little close to me but you know <laughs> but Need reading glasses yeah i'm just old <laughs> this is a problem but uh the the screen quality and stuff it just looks so immaculate i i like physical stuff i'm not a digital guy generally but for comics i they're just too easily fucked up they stress me out i have a box of comics i was collecting physical for months and i checked it one month and like i had moved it weird but like all the comics were all bent up and it it just pissed me off so bad so i'm i'm a digital comic book guy and i'm glad because it's uh cheaper and they look so good on my foldy phone jackson got a foldy phone too but it's the shitty kind no. <laughs> it's the flippy phone yeah yeah you got the flip but it fits nice in my pocket and also i can play game boy games on it yeah i can play ds games bitch <laughs> i i yeah, really realized about i didn't even think about it till kenneth told me he was like you do the ds thing because <laughs> That's what Kenneth yeah, but like. you need a stylus though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't work great. All right, so, all right, last thing, last thing I want to say, like that Diary of a Wimpy Kid guy, play, uh, he planned to assassinate Justin Trudeau. And what the fuck? <laughs> I'm learning more about this. <laughs> I wish Just we had known about rabbit this hole for the news. <laughs> i have a whole list of news and that is not in there but that's maybe the most important piece of the week uh that texas blood it's a comic book about a, a police officer let me say i'm a cab all day but in fiction in fiction all cats are i like a good cop i like a good cop in fiction and this guy his name is joe bob and he's in texas he's, <laughs> joe a, bob. he's an old I think sheriff say joe biden honestly <laughs> he's an old sheriff and he says well, <laughs> he'll he'll be like, well, <laughs> and he says it constantly. And this town is fucked up. You know, it's in Texas, so <laughs> that's a given. But it, it's like supernaturally fucked up. So it's just like got really incredible storytelling. Um, It's on issue 17 right now. So there's two complete story arcs about to be three. And the first two I've read they're so good uh so i very much recommend that comic book there was the new season of fall guys oh i haven't checked that out yet but just randomly my friends started playing it so i've been playing like squad shows with them yeah format stack it's pretty fun uh they added spock and <laughs> hatsune miku yeah <laughs> i almost want to play it just for hatsune miku to be honest i don't really like fall guys but hatsune miku take my money <laughs> honestly i do like the game it's like not serious uh it's just the game like just to throw your mind away and just you know drool in your jewel bucket i've been have a blast I've been saying they need to add a ranked mode. Like, I need something to be truly no. pissed at in this I game. Mean, I do... want to hate it like you guys hate League of Legends. Like, I well, I really I want League that vitriol it's made in my by life. bad people. But uh, there is, like, a game mode they added for Fall Guys where if you fall off, you're done. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they've had that before. Really? Yeah, I oh, think it's called like then. Extreme Games or something. Yeah. Um, what are the new maps like? Are they fun? Space. Space themed. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Very spacey. A lot of cool game modes. Uh, a lot of Mickey ones. <laughs> yeah, Mickey. <laughs> I, if you don't know what Mickey is, you never will because it doesn't make sense. There's no real definition. It's a made up thing that Jackson. It's, it's, it has. It is a definition. There's no definition. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse games are like Mario Party, where it's not really necessarily determined by skill. It's just by random luck and bullshit chance. Oh yeah, no, that totally makes sense. God because... damn it. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this one. Like, were you about to get first place? All of a sudden, some dickhead like decided to uh, not follow the rules and just fall on you because he doesn't know how to play the game, and you lose because of that. That's Mickey. <laughs> no, I, I, so I actually haven't ever won a game of Fall Guys, but I don't, I can't think of a single match that I didn't get to the very end. Um, and I was playing with um, some of my friends. And it was the, like the last one you climb up to the mountain or whatever. And you got to grab the crown. They're like, don't forget to use like the grab button. Grab the yeah. crown. And I, I just turned around and I just like jumped off the edge. <laughs> I can say that's happened to me uh, this week with my group. One of them got to the crown. Didn't know how to grab. So the other team grabbed it instead. <laughs> Get it together, guys. Come on. It's one button. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ivy, you have anything before we move on? You know, honestly, I... I recycled the same content <laughs> over and over again. I've just been, I've been reading like, uh, there's been some really good chapters of One Piece coming out lately. Mm. Uh, I can't get like super into it because of course, you know, I, I, I read scans. I don't want people to get spoiled. <laughs> oh, <right? shit. laughs> I read scans like five days before they come out. Oh, good um, but yeah, very, very dedicated to that One Piece grind, to be honest. <laughs> I, I probably read it like, I, I probably read like the scans three times before the official comes out and then i read the official like two times and then i watch like 30 youtube videos on it <laughs> like the grind is real but yeah. you know one piece is just it's just I see getting people. crazy right now i see people uh, getting hype about it every day i'm i'm on like chapter 130 <laughs> <laughs> like 1062 or 1061 just like got leaked yesterday or something and <laughs> oda fuck? just drops like four new baddies and so like not my whole Twitter is just full of like <laughs> these like artists dropping these like sexy One Piece girls. <laughs> so yeah, that's what that's what I've been doing. I'm just reading more One Piece. Well, that's that's really what we needed for the podcast. A weeb really needed that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I keep up with like I read probably like six series weekly, and a lot like I would say probably. At least one of them I don't even like. Like, I'm caught up with My Hero Academia, oh, and I don't yeah. even like it. <laughs> but yeah. I read it every week because I, I'm like... <laughs> I stopped reading that one after a, about 100 chapters. I was like, I get uh, it. <laughs> I get it now. I but, could not start but, that. It's just too, too much. The greatest hero. Yeah, I couldn't... The fucking little purple guy. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm just like, I, I don't read a lot of... The dude with the balls. I don't read a lot Dude of with the balls. anime. Uh, I'm looking at this purple guy Mineta. <laughs> with balls. His name is Mineta. He's got the sticky balls. Yes. And he's purple. Sticky balls. Guy. From my from my hero Octavia? Yeah. yeah. Oh. The, the little short fucker. Yeah. Yeah, the the one who just sexually harasses everyone and that's <laughs> yeah. the whole character. It's like he's it's like, like so funny like when he's he does. Five it. years old. <laughs> yeah. His quirk is balls. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know why Japan's just like sexual assault is so funny. I don't <laughs> like. I don't know why Sorry. that's such an integral part to anime. It, it's so annoying. It's like my least favorite thing about it. It's um, like a shonen trope too, specifically. Yeah. Like I, so many shonen. It's just like shonen's got sexual harassment and isekai has incest. Like you just can't get <laughs> without the one or the other. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. Process what has been said here. And we'll be right back with the Mutant News. Yo, it's Destin from Hitbox. You're listening to Mutant Puke. All right, welcome back. This is the Mutant News, where we have the news that I think sounds funny from Stereogum.com. Excellent. Well, we already had the top news today. Yeah. So what else? Yeah, is Greg Heffley. I don't think it was Greg Heffley. It was like some other character. <laughs> so Maybe it's it was not like Greg. The chief. You said Greg. Maybe it was Ferg Fregley or something. No way, Fregley did it. That would be so in character. I need... Hang on, IMDb this. He's but what actually the, the best method actor. Holy shit, he played out the character's entire life. <laughs> Fregly. Um, all right. First, first uh, article. Fifty Cent sues plastic surgeon for allegedly insinuating he had penis surgery. What? Fifty Cent is filing a lawsuit against Angela Kogan, a Miami plastic surgeon. Uh, in the lawsuit filed Friday in federal court, Fifty alleges that he graciously agreed to take a seemingly innocuous photo with Kogan two years ago, and that the unscrupulous business owner has repeatedly used it to promote her plastic surgery practice. He also claims that Kogan engineered an article on the Shade Room implying that 50 had penile enlargement surgery. It's a thing. <laughs> Apparently. Interesting. Uh, she's, uh, they just pump more blood into your cock. Angela, Angela Kogan is engineering articles about it, so it must have some, <laughs> some basis in truth. Kogan did? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I'm assuming he didn't if he's this mad about it. Kogan did not directly claim that 50 had penile enlargement surgery, but she did include her photo with 50 and refer to him as a client in the aforementioned Shade Room article headlined, Penile enhancements are more popular than ever and BBLs are dying out. What's a BBL? Brazilian butt lift. Cosmetic surgery CEO Angela Kogan speaks on it. He seeking millions of dollars in damage aren't we all well uh good luck 50 i guess i don't know <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a good problem to have i, I i'd say like watch the court order or <clears throat> issue him 50 cents for his payments <laughs> i think i think he should win the suit and then use the money that he won from the lawsuit to get oh penile shit. enhancement oh surgery <laughs> <laughs> like a bionic dick that'd be yeah. sick as heck sick as heck uh grimes finished her album and probably got elf ears <laughs> almost two she, years what? ago grimes. is that the name of the album no no she uh, got elf ears there is a photo of her with her head wrapped up and it's very much implying she got elf ear surgery almost like pointy ears <laughs> yes man elf ears what you're when you imagine elf that's that's what you see keebler elf those type of ears oh that kind of elf yeah. yeah you're thinking of like tree elves or wood wood elves <laughs> whatever fucking, man. they're not real not fucking, uh... <laughs> you don't know what i'm thinking of because they're not real what are you talking about 
<laughs> You're thinking of elves. Almost two years ago, Grimes told her followers she was putting the finishing touches on her follow-up to 2020's Misanthropocene. Uh, hard word. <laughs> Misanthropocene. Gotcha. Uh, which we later learned is called Book One. She has since signed to Columbia Records, shared many updates about the album, and released several songs that may or may not be on it. Much more recently, she announced her intention to get vampire teeth and elf ears. It looks like she's moving forward on both the music and body modification fronts. I think personally, I think music is really missing, like that Skyrim core. <laughs> <laughs> the Skyrim core. <laughs> She's braver than I. Braver than the troops. Like, like building your character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skyrim core. Like when you go into the plastic surgery office, that's just what they have. The Skyrim character creator. Yeah, like it like takes your brain and puts it into like a machine, and you see yourself from like a third person perspective, and you just like swipe through. Like just like just like at the beginning of Skyrim, <laughs> and then you wake up in the back of a wagon. <laughs> <laughs> then you actually put on some mods. Then there's Thomas the Tank Engine flying around. Today on Twitter, Grimes posted a photo of herself with bandages wrapped around her head, captioned "I did something crazy." In a later tweet, <laughs> she added context, suggesting the pic was snapped at a plastic surgery clinic. Maybe it's the same one that's uh, getting sued by 50 Cent. The post also indicated that she's done recording her album and has moved on to the mixing phase, and that she has so many songs that she might split it into two albums, book one and book two. She added that she just received a mix of a song called The Infinite Assassin, when someone Un <laughs> when someone online begged her to make better music, she replied, "No, I prefer to make bad music." So much for <laughs> any any more thoughts on <laughs> on uh, Grimes doing? How do you how do you get elf ears? Like, what do you do? What, what does a plastic surgeon do to you? Uh, they get some Keebler elves and some <laughs> uh, chocolate cookies that they have, and put into a injection thing into yours i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i can tell i can tell sir all i'm really getting from this is that she joined the dark brotherhood and is about to drop the album of the year god damn it <laughs> yeah it's gonna be like a weirdly good album right the infinite assassin badass <laughs> song name i'm not gonna lie would you have like elf ears like in uh or the warcraft where they're just above your head i'd have the night elf mohawk what was the what was that class that used to talk like Jamaicans? Uh, that was just the whole race Troll. of trolls. <laughs> Such a weird decision, but I liked it. Uh, but they don't talk like that anymore, right? Like they got sued by That's... Jamaica or something. Yeah, the whole country. <laughs> yeah, sued by someone. I don't know who owns Jamaica's accent. They, uh, they might still have it. Maybe they don't. Oh, I just need to play again, I guess. Yeah, that's a reasonable conclusion. Nickelback's Chad Kroger reveals we've been saying his name wrong. <laughs> Have you oh. been talking about Nickelback recently? Well, be careful. Yes. Well, be careful. You pronounce the last name of frontman Chad Kroger. You might be tempted to say Kroger, like the grocery store chain. But it is, in <laughs> fact, Kruger. <laughs> like Kruger. the Nightmare on Elm Street icon. Kruger. Uh. <laughs> Kruger got into it on a recent podcast. It's Kruger. Don't trust the internet, Kroger said. 
<laughs> Don't call me after a shitty grocery store. Call me after a pedophile. <laughs> when asked why he doesn't correct people when he's interviewed, he answered, I never get the time. It's so far <laughs> in by the time I get to say something. I don't actually, because if I just stop and go, actually, it's Kruger, I'm going to look like such a dick. So... I'm just like, whatever, I don't care. So here he is dropping a whole uh, article about it. Well, he didn't no, write the article. What are you talking about? <laughs> he then recounted a story about a time he was being interviewed with Jerry Cantrell of Alice in Chains. And Cantrell corrected the interviewer about his pronunciation of Kruger for him. I sort of looked over at Jerry and he goes... It's your name, dude. It's your last name. <laughs> Tell that dude across there how to say it properly so he stops saying it wrong into that microphone and misinforming p- people. That is your last name, brother. <laughs> so, really, Chad Kroger is us all because I would not say anything either. <laughs> I would not correct anyone. Um, I'd be far too uh, awkward. <laughs> Just make like a huge deal out of it, like make it bigger than it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like... <laughs> No, no, stop. Stop right now. Stop. Stop recording. Uh, It's actually pronounced Kruger. Anyways, you can continue now. But if you say it wrong again, I'm leaving. My favorite type of videos are the ones where actors just flip the fuck out on, like, PAs. Like, smash mouth. <laughs> like, like, no, actually, like, Tom want, Cruise uh, going to do that. during the pandemic when Ch- Tom Cruise was screaming at that dude. I fucking love that video. He's going crazy at him. I don't know what the fuck if I, like, what the hell would I do if Tom Cruise was screaming at me at the top of his lungs? I would run. Yeah, I don't trust, I don't, I don't trust that man <laughs> no one should not for a second <laughs> he's in the palm of the uh, uh scientology lil baby fans riot after canceled breakout fest set a riot broke out at breakout fest in vancouver on sunday night after headliner lil baby canceled his headlining set at the last minute due to exhaustion videos circulating from the event show attendees wreaking havoc on the festival grounds throwing garbage cans and destroying displays as global news reports seven people were arrested and taken to jail by canadian police or breach of the peace. <laughs> a statement from PNE Amphitheater, where the fest took place, said, Following an announcement that the headliner at Breakout Festival would not be performing, fans turned their disappointment into anger, doing significant damage to the PNE Amphitheater and parts of Hastings Park. At this time, our first priority is the safety and well being of our staff, as many were deeply affected by the reaction of guests and behavior that ensued. I can imagine. I've never worked anywhere where a riot broke out. <laughs> like, do you just lose faith in humanity? <laughs> like, why are y'all acting like this? Like, you just let it happen. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. There really isn't anything you can do about it. You just, oh, riot broke out. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it really, it really boils down to, uh, you know, you either join them or you don't <laughs> at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and here in Lexington, where we, me and Jackson live, when this is like a college football, or sorry, basketball town, like everyone here loves UK, U- University of Kentucky. Oh yeah, I grew yeah. up in Kentucky. Oh really? Okay, cool. 
Yeah. So yeah. you know all about these fuckers burning oh, couches. Yeah. Uh, recently, yeah. they yeah, flipped yeah, yeah. over a car. Do never go downtown <laughs> during a UK game. Yeah, I know. I, I remember the couch thing happening. Um, That was like, what, like 2013, 2014, something like that? Yeah. I, uh, I grew up in northern Kentucky, so UK fans up there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just the insanity uh that night I, I remember just like fireworks and like people like shooting off guns and you know yeah trucks cr- flying down the highway <laughs> they flipped the fucking pool <laughs> they a couple weeks ago they flipped a car and i don't know why did someone win like did someone lose <laughs> i don't know why they're flipping things no, like they it doesn't matter if they remind me they're there shit will burn yeah, shit will be they flipped. literally destroy no matter what it was actually on the way to the game <laughs> <laughs> there's, I think there's Next like a really stadium. there's a really good video of all the people flipping it. It's like a very impressive effort for a bunch of people to flip a car, but c- completely unnecessary on the same uh, no rest message to the other team. <laughs> yeah. I would like to start off by saying I truly apologize, Vancouver, Canada, the breakout festival, and to everyone who was in attendance. Little baby wrote on his social media when announcing his cancellation before the riot began. I have been going so hard these past few months without any breaks and it finally caught up with me and my complete my body completely shut down. I owe you guys big time and will for sure make up for it soon. And then he flew away into the night like Batman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a completely valid reason in my opinion. Like if you can't play, you can't play. Like I I don't, I don't think it- I would really blame Lil Baby for any of this happening. I'm sure people would be like, well, they're his fans. Well, he can't really control his fans. Lil Baby yeah, did nothing wrong. Yeah, can't control his fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Lil Baby causing trouble <laughs> in Vancouver, Canada. All right, we're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to be doing our puke reviews. <laughs> What a break, guys. Welcome to Puke Reviews, where we review the latest and greatest of scene music and all that other shit. So, what are we talking about first? Uh, I have it written as Indigo Storm first. We need to go in order, or... Or what? Is now a good time to tell you that I actually don't like music? Yeah. Um, I don't like this wiggly ear. <laughs> Indigo Storm, Man Overboard, play the clip. All right. 
right. Indigo Storm hails from Lexington, Kentucky. That's where you and I are from, Jackson. We've actually seen these guys live. They yeah. played uh, with Slaves and Poltergeist, Casey's Band. Oh, plenty more. What do you mean? Rain City Drive. Oh, fuck, yeah. Rain City <laughs> yeah. Drive, whatever. Mid-City Drive uh, was playing, <laughs> and then we also got to see Indigo Storm and Poltergeist. Um, yeah, Indigo Storm hails from Lexington, Kentucky. The band formed in 2017 and consists of Ryan Slayton on drums, David DeWolf on bass backing vocals, and C.J. Jones on guitar lead vocals. Driven by a fascination with the complex rhythm and intricacy found in progressive music, the trio finds inspiration in bands such as Tool, Deftones, and Rush. So, yeah, the Tool comparison is pretty obvious. I... (laughs) Like, I'm not saying I harassed anyone, but I was very drunk and talked to one of these guys at the concert, and it's very embarrassing, and I hope if he hears this, he knows I'm really sorry, and I'm sorry I was so drunk. I've been there. You were waiting in line. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I did that that to Andreas one time. (laughs) I was like, I was like, uh, this was when I was living in New York, and I was super excited uh to meet him yeah. and it was like a small show in brooklyn and i was like super drunk and i just like i just wanted to <laughs> hang out with him and this was like this was like pre-transition me so like he has yeah. no idea like that it was me because that person basically doesn't exist anymore yeah <laughs> but it, the, you know i just always think about it. i was like wow i was i was real cringe <laughs> yeah but he'll never know <laughs> he'll never know unless he listens to this in that case if, I'm not sorry. It was fun. If on, <laughs> I had a good time. If Andreas just errantly listens to this for no reason, I'll have finally won. <laughs> yeah, Man Overboard. I really like this. I like their sound in general. They're very, very tool-like um, in the singing and like the instrumentation. But I, I don't really listen to Tool, but I'll listen to something that sounds like Tool. <laughs> and i like i like the song it, it's like an epic sounding kind of song oh i have notes so hands down this was actually my favorite listen of all of the all wow. of the songs that we're gonna go over I, there's just something about that like the performance of it i've been really into these kind of like more like you said like these epic sounding songs like a little bit more like i don't know i guess the the past theater kid in me just <laughs> yeah. loves like hamming up a little bit yeah so yeah, as far as like all of the songs go, this was absolutely my favorite one I've listened to. I uh, I listened to it quite a bit. That uh, compared to everything else, that like distorted guitar or bass during the chorus is so cool sounding. Um, yeah, and as like a vocalist, like I just love the you know what they did with that with the vocals and stuff. Yeah, really, really cool, catchy stuff that honestly I want more of if I'm being real. I honestly think this is uh, their better performances out of their. Wait, is there an EP coming out, or is it just a single? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just a <laughs> single. I don't. I don't know the details. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've listened to their what they've released after we saw that show last year. Yeah. Uh, and comparing this to that, I say this is a huge improvement. Uh, not to say that their other stuff was bad. I'd say. No, I mean it, it just... makes sense for a band to improve over time. Um, just at their craft. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, you know, oh. improve, disimprove, improve again. You know. Stagnate. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Uh, all right, let's move on to talking about Lil Nas X, Star Walking. Play the clip, the really short clip, though, so I don't get sued. Alright, Lil Nas X, we all know who he is, Old Town Road, uh, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, you know, he's a hit maker, industry baby. What what did y'all think about this song for League of Legends, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> what is this in reference to? Why is it, why is it have League of Legends in the name of the song? So, alright, there's a Worlds Championship coming up uh, later this year. For league, it's like you know different con- different teams from different countries. Yeah, and uh, it's basically like the uh, Super Bowl of League of Legends. <laughs> yeah, which means the toilet bowl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they've asked him to like write an anthem for this year's uh, thing. That they do this every year. Who did so, it last they're like, time? I don't know. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They they get a world's 2021 song. Uh, It was Paris. Oh, Paris. Yeah, Paris. Yeah, Paris. Interesting. Huh. Well, Um, how do you pronounce that? I don't know. No, absolutely not. (laughs) It's definitely got to be like Paris. (laughs) Like churches. You don't say chiverches. I think I've always said like Paris or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Papyrus from Undertale. Oh, so. <laughs> Sans Undertale. Yeah, so League of Legends, whatever. Uh, it has a great beat. It's a great <laughs> song. I, it is like a really good anthem. Like the chorus goes hard. Yeah. And I, I do like that little piano flourish at the end. I thought it was really classy. Go from I just hope it was worth the right bucks. The right but I think it probably was for him. <laughs> I think this could be a big at least, one. At least I'm glad that he didn't really phone it in. Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, oh. This did I'll not deserve to be in Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I always give credit where credit's due to Lil Nas X. Like, I, I don't think there's a release that he's had that I, I haven't liked. And, you know, even though I can't stand League of Legends and, you know, that's even <laughs> degeneracy beyond what I would myself delve into, you know, as your average fighting game enjoyer, <laughs> even to the point of anime fighters. I, I won't even delve into that world, but... It was a good track. I only got a chance to listen to it once so far, but uh, upon my first listen, like, good stuff from Lil Nas X. Like, you can always expect him to have the really nice, clean vocals and excellent, you know, like, top-level production. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you know Khaled, the artist? Yeah. Yes, yes. Not All to right. be confused with uh, DJ. DJ Khaled. <laughs> there, is a, there is a story about that. Well, uh, <laughs> I remember years ago, uh, the Overwatch League... Uh, the, they had a finals performance with DJ Khaled. <laughs> yeah. But the issue with that was like the higher ups, there was a miscommunication with that. They wanted Khaled <laughs> to perform, but I guess they played telephone and they just got DJ Khaled <laughs> instead. And you saw this big fat man just like <laughs> <laughs> trying to like sing these songs that he never wrote. <laughs> and, and to these like the audience that doesn't know his song. It was really <laughs> DJ Khaled. Yeah, they everyone knows DJ Khaled. Other than that, uh, 
<laughs> they're all just kind of like, uh, yeah. But why is why is Khaled a good fit for Blizzcon or whatever? Like, I mean, uh, he's popular. Get Weezer. <laughs> just get, get Weezer, Weezer. <laughs> bro. He, that's all I mean, you can have Blizzcon. You can't have Khaled. You can't even have DJ Khaled. You can have Weezer. <laughs> they just play the Buddy Holly riff on YouTube. <laughs> they just play the Ratatouille from front to back. Yeah, they, they couldn't get Weezer. They just got the dog from the album cover of Ratitude. <laughs> Ratitude. <laughs> that should be Weezer's new album. Ratitude. Ratitude E. Ratitude Two. They get Patton Oswalt to do all the vocals. And <laughs> I'm so sick of Patton Oswalt. <laughs> like I don't oh, want to hear his Oswald. voice that often. <laughs> no, no. I I go to sleep to Patton Oswalt. Like I said, Ratatouille every night for weeks. <laughs> Patton Oswald, Gilbert Godfrey could do Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald can't do Gilbert Godfrey, and that's all I'm gonna say about the matter. Let's talk Gilbert about Godfrey's last role was in Smiling Friends as God. <laughs> that is so he awesome. He died like a week or two after that episode came through. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, rip to a legend. <laughs> Let's talk about sincerely. That's what you said last time. Was that the okay. actual song now? <laughs> There's it, no question mark. It, yeah, that's, that's, it, that's, yeah, that's, that's the Let me just say that I showed the album cover art to Claudia, and she looked at it for a second and said, that's pretty cool. It's, <laughs> it's a neon sign of a uh, flamingo ostrich in, like, a little police person outfit. You Oops. know, this is, a, this is a good progressive post-hardcore song. I, I think Jackson, we should refrain from Swancore. I feel I don't talk about Swancore. No, 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 no. I know, but Casey last episode said something with Swancore. Okay, and yeah, I didn't turn. say anything about it. But you know, Swancore's come a little bit. Whoa, it's become this has a little serious bit... Beatles vibe. Very inspired <laughs> by the Beatles. <laughs> Reminds me a lot of Boss Baby. Swancore is is more of like a derogatory term at this point to music. So we're going to use progressive post-hardcore. But we got Sincerely here with Adventure featuring. Uh, let me look up Sincerely's page. It's taking a, a, ta- <laughs> taking a second to load. Come on, fold phone. Load <laughs> faster. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Folds faster. <laughs> it's got to load between the two folds. <laughs> Sincerely Boy. is a groovy, mostly instrumental DIY project of Christian Bridges based out of Metro Detroit, Miss, Mi- Michigan. Christian so hard to on see? Instagram. Cool. That's the homie. Cool. So the vocals must be f- the guy from Adventure. Yeah. Well, is it is it both of them? I think it's both of them, right? I don't listen to Adventure. <laughs> yeah, they have two vocalists. Oh, I Adventure. We did review that Pacifica album last year. Yeah, we've listened to Adventure. Yeah. Or at least I have. Detroit-based three-piece Adventure has been a driving force in the Michigan post-hardcore scene since their debut self-titled EP in 2014, gaining attention from Blue Swan Records and signing with them in August of that year. 
Sure that went well for them. In May 2016, Adventurer recorded their debut full-length Sacred Grove Caught Up in a Lie was the first single released and shortly after... Uh, whatever. So yeah, uh, Adventurer vocalists and Sincerely instrumental band come together to make this really cool progressive post-hardcore track. I'm glad we got a little bit of that in this because we're reviewing a whole bunch of shit and... <laughs> almost none a of it is a lot of last is, minute shit <laughs> yeah a lot of it is not like this so you know i always i always need a little a little sprinkle of it um i like how much it changes throughout i feel like it it's kind of amorphous as a song yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i i i would tend i i you know I, i'll give them props like it was a good track i really like sincerely i always liked adventure i think they do good work um I don't know. It just didn't stick with me super well. At, at the end of the day, like, I, I liked it. It was a good track, but uh, I really didn't revisit it too much. And yeah. I don't think that I will. I get, and that's like, I get somewhere <laughs> kind of diff. I, I put in my like songs tentatively. It's like, it's like, all right, you're here. Impress me in my mix. Yeah. And I, I think they will. Like they're, they're fun. Um, what about you, Jackson? Any thoughts about the song? Um, I thought it was pretty all right. Um, I think the vocal performance was pretty well done. Yeah. Um, instrumentals, okay. You know, passable. <laughs> Maybe they could have... <laughs> passable? <laughs> They're there. A little nicer, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm being <laughs> too harsh. Um... <laughs> Yeah, overall, it's a pretty solid track. I wouldn't say I'm, like, frothing in my mouth, like, repeating it over and over, but yeah, I think for, you know, a few listens, it's pretty good. It's just a clean, fun song. Clean, yeah. fun song. Play in the car. Played at a wedding. <laughs> at a wedding? <laughs> Played at a funeral. <laughs> oh. Fucked up at the Swan Corps wedding. <laughs> I mean, that would lighten up a funeral, I would say. I think so. If, uh, you if play it's this the right crowd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could play anything at a funeral. <laughs> uh, I, think, I mean, someone might stop you. Wiggles theme song. Alexa, play Wiggles. Uh, the Devil play Wears... Wake Up Jack. <laughs> the, <by> the, <laughs> the Devil Wiggles. Shut up! <laughs> the, the, the Devil Wears Prada... Uh, color decay. Let's play the song Watchtower. The Devil Wears Prada rely on contrast as they nimbly, Jesus, nimbly balance metallic, turbulence, hardcore spirit, provocatively eloquent lyricism, and melodic... <laughs> I'm a spiritual lyrical... <laughs> and melodical... <laughs> melodic ex exorcism. In between these opposing extremes, the band Mike Hironica... Vocals, Jeremy DePoister, guitars, vocals, Kyle Cypress, guitar, Jonathan Goering, keys, synths, programming, production, Giuseppe Capulupo, that's a sick-ass name, 
drums, <laughs> and Mason Nagy bass. I feel like they have a hundred people in that band. What the fuck? One, two, that's a lot of three, words to say. Four, mid five, six, six people. What the fuck? Skip um, a few hundred. <laughs> um, yeah, Color Decay, new album, getting a lot of praise on the Twitters at the moment. It is a metalcore album. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's like kind of comfortable listening, which it, I feel like maybe sounds a little insulting, but it it's just something like feels familiar. I feel like like I could throw it on and kind of jam to it. Uh, I think "Salt" is a pretty cool song, and overall, I just say I don't know if the sac is sacrilegious. I'm sorry, Devil Wears Prada enjoyers. Um, it's kind of like a just less gimmicky. Bring me the horizon. Kind of like my relation with, uh, like, no, what's uh, Tillian's first album with <laughs> Dance Gavin Dance? Which uh, one was that? Acceptance, Acceptance speech. speech. Yes. Kind of like that. Uh, some songs I'm just kind of on it. The other songs I think are pretty, pretty well done. I actually like the songs a lot, but it's just so mixed with them. It's kind of like, I don't know. What's some songs candy that bowl? you clicked with a lot? Well, the first few tracks I was kind of eh, but then later on, from like the middle towards the end, uh, clicked really well with them. Yeah, I think like noise and onward, I was starting to like them more. That's it. <laughs> That's like the majority of the album. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, hello, devil worshipper. Uh, devil Prada wears Prada worship or um, devil wears Prada enjoyer. Yeah. Mm. Pretty good. So, <laughs> personally, I don't think I've ever actually listened to Devil Wears Prada ever. Oh, that's Me a good either. point. Um, Me either. I have no context nope. of them. So, of um, one of my friends sent me like an old track. They're like, "This is like best Devil Wears Prada," <laughs> and I was like, "Get that shit out of here! I don't want to listen to that." Um, but it's in terms of this album, like I, I thought it was not a bad listen. I think I feel like I tended to like it a little more the more I listened to it. Yeah. But I really only cared about like the last couple songs on the album. Like I thought twenty five kind of stuck with me. Hallucinate had some cool parts, and then Cancer was like a good closer. But as yeah. far as the rest of the album, it's just like you know they're a bigger band. Of course, they're gonna have great production. They have experience, so um loved the screams like the tone of the screams were sick but just in general like eh, easy easy listening i was <laughs> i had it on while i was at work so i was like okay you know <laughs> yeah. I, I can get down with this <laughs> this is okay i i listen to pretty much everything we review on the show during work sometimes i get lost <laughs> and i think i feel like this album did get a little lost um yeah but yeah it's it's i not groundbreaking, yeah. not awful, just I or Jackson likes it rather, so you know. I'd say uh now you mentioned it, I think twenty five was a highlight of the album. Twenty five. I think I, I remember I remember listening to that. I thought that was a really good song. No, it's funnier than twenty five. <sighs> the Mars Volta. The Mars Volta self titled album, they're back after how many years? I don't know. I'm so excited. Eleven? Too long is the answer that the world's been without Mars Volta. Look at everything that happened.
the Mars Volta self-titled album. They're back. They're they're new and improved? Question mark. They're different for sure. We've been reviewing some of the singles over time. Blacklight Shine. I was very excited that they came back. This is a reinvention of the Mars Volta. It's a lot different than what we've seen before, but it's it's still it's still them like the dna is still there it's just a new form and i'm gonna be honest i think this album is like a quiet masterpiece it's it's really fucking good (laughs) i'd like to hear you guys opinions though first before we get into it are you sure (laughs) yeah yeah i was bold (laughs) amen yeah you know lay it lay into me your hater ass Uh, opinions go for it jackson uh Fuck you. <laughs> I'd say more, but I then I'd put more effort than Oh no. Uh, You're full of shit. More <laughs> effort. <laughs> Alright, no, that's unfair. Um I don't know. I, I don't I'm not a big fan of this kind of sound. I like their progginess sound more from the past. You know, not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just not something that I vibe with. I think that's all I can say. What, how do you feel about the requisition, the last song on the record? I mean, that was. I would say that's a highlight, yeah. The Mars Volta, well, Coheed started, and now the Mars Volta is doing it, where they're putting out a record... Yeah. And the sound is pretty much completely different, except at the end, they just do a song for the finale that's just, like, their old stuff. And it's like, yeah. here, here's a crumb yeah. of what we, we used to do. I think I'd like that song more if it didn't have, like, a, like, kind of dumb beat into it. A dumb beat? Like, they kind of just went on GarageBand and just put a beat on that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Ivy? I think, uh, I think Silent Masterpiece is quite a stretch. <laughs> Uh, Whoa! Look, okay, a hear me silent out. Masterpiece. What is silent? What is silent masterpiece? It's, mean? I like, said quiet masterpiece. God damn it! So if it, uh, okay, it was needed to be a masterpiece, <laughs> I guess. Honestly, uh, based, but um, so okay. Um, I so I've listened to this record probably like seven or eight times now, and I really, really liked Blacklight Shine. Like when that came out as a single, yeah. that that has been on my on repeat since it came out. Same. But in terms of the rest of the album, like, I, I don't know. I really liked, I thought Vigil was cool. Yeah. That one stuck out to me. That and was then, another single, later single. Yeah. And that was kind of, that's kind of it for me. Like, it was the singles and then, you know, the rest of the album, like, I, I thought it was good. I definitely like it, but I probably won't be visiting it quite as much as, uh, as a lot of the other Mars Volta stuff. And, like, I got into Mars Volta, like, late in the game, so I'm not a... Same. Yeah. Super fan to begin with. And there are Mars Volta albums that I have not listened to yet because I was saving them as a treat. <laughs> like, I I thought they were done for sure. So I I was treating them like something that was finite that I wouldn't get any yeah. more of. Uh, so I haven't listened to Nocturnicate or uh, Francis the Mute. Uh, I actually, yeah. the first thing I did once, once these singles came back is I went and I re-listened to every album and then I did like a tier list for it yeah um what's your s tier? my s tier uh i'd have to find it somewhere but uh i think if i remember and people not gonna like this for sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was octahedron 
Uh, yeah, people will not like that, but I honestly am closer to agreeing with you than not agreeing with you. Octahedron I... is similar to this album, I'd say, where it's a lot different from their other stuff. It's different, but, like, I don't know, I keep going back to it. Whereas this one, like, I keep listening to it, and I find more things that I like about it. And uh, I saw their, their, like, leaked live set that they they've been doing really? for this tour i was i was supposed to see it i bought tickets but i ended up giving them away because i didn't have a place to stay like i was gonna go mm. all the way up to new york to see them yeah that'd be and incredible. um it fell through so i just gave my ticket away to someone that was like up there and would be able to use it but i saw their like set like when they're playing live and it's incredible like genuinely like even if i don't like this album as much as some of their other stuff it's just top tier performance it's yeah. uh it's an incredible set list and uh even if it's not for me i give them a lot of props for uh you know coming back and actually putting something out that was you know super enjoyable yeah i'm, I'm glad they didn't just go back to what they always did beforehand like i yeah absolutely I get, like, a lot of people won't like this. I'd say <laughs> this will be a very divisive album for the fan base. But for me personally, it just works on a ton of different levels. I love Shore Story. I love the groove on that song. Cedric singing in Spanish is always A+. No Case Gain is my favorite song off the record. It's got mad at-the-drive-in vibes. And the requisition, like, yeah, like we were talking about, it does feel like more our the old Mars Volta. They're, it feels like they're just proving they can still do it. They just don't want to. <laughs> I kind of like that. But yeah, I love this record. You guys aren't so hot on it, but that's fine. That's why we're all here together talking music. <laughs> now let's talk about something a little sad. A little emo. Oof. The Wonder Years. The hum goes on forever. And I'm going to play the song Laura and the Beehive. TV show turns out it's a band. <laughs> what like some kind of a soap opera? No, it was a there is a like sitcom called The Wonder Years. For years this would have been an almost blank page. Back in the mid 2010s, a few years after The Wonder Years was first form, formed in Lansdale, PA, the band would have asked to provide with the band the Wonder Years is a band. <laughs> Completed. You should write their Wikipedia page. It's <laughs> and there's too much. Yeah, this album is sad. I've never listened to The Wonder Years, but uh, this dude has like the type of voice that he can just like sing whatever he wants. He could be like on American Idol, or he could be making an emo record. He chooses to make an emo record. I respect it. The duality of singers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, there's some singers that are like, yeah, you're gonna sing an emo album, whether you like it or not. But this guy, he could be singing Jason Derulo, that type of shit. Uh, Jason Derulo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> 
Um, the ballads on this record are bangers. They go off. <laughs> yeah. um, he kills a ballad. Old Friends Like Lost Teeth is a really good song. Uh, that one was like surprisingly heavier. Not heavy, but heavier. Y'all, Wonder Years fans not going to like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I really, the one song on this record that I really, really liked and genuinely had me in like pondering my melancholic solitude. Mm. All right. Cardinals 2. I know it's like, uh, from what I could tell, because I never listened to the Wonder Years, is that it's like a follow up to another song. Uh, Yeah. There is a Cardinals <sighs> one, as far as I know. Uh, yeah. So, I know any of this information via Matt from Pulses on Twitter. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I saw the I saw the same thread. So I was like, hey, yo. But that one genuinely also had me in tears. Like, I'm a big baby anyways when it comes to music. But that song was really, really good. And then, to be honest, the rest of the album, I felt like, I kind of just scrubbed through it because as I kept going on, I was like, this kind of just sounds like the last song. Let's see what the next <laughs> song sounds like. It's like, oh, that one kind of sounds like the last song too. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> similar intro, similar like, you know, emo middle section with its highs and its lows. And then the ending is just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I, I, I don't think it was like awful, but as like a, you know, as a last minute ad listening through it, I was just kind of like, eh, Cardinals 2 caught my attention a lot and made me really sad. And everything else was just like, whatever i don't know i probably yeah. won't revisit it but definitely sad i'll give you that that's those were definitely the vibes <laughs> the track that you uh talked about earlier lauren the beehive yeah yeah that was definitely uh i think a highlight of the album yeah a I very like som- somber mellow uh very sad uh sounds song. like it's a song for his mom or something it's kind of the vibe i got yeah you know the the album consists of you know some guitar parts and heavy screaming and then you know acoustic ballads very somber you know gently weeping on my guitar <laughs> <laughs> but this is very midwestern uh shit i'm stuck in ohio <laughs> type music in there and i've been there before Oh, I was thinking about this the other day, Jackson. You know, in World of Warcraft, the the town Ohio, <laughs> the town you go to right after Elwyn Forest as a human, it's called like Westvale or something. Mm-hmm. That's Ohio. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and Algarmar is just Chicago. <laughs> uh, speaking of Chicago, discussing the sun. Uh, feel it all and i'm gonna play a, a clip from the song uh still frame Discussing the Sun is the creative center between Holy Kerouac's Mars and Leave Nelson B, with Mars being the principal songwriter and Nelson acting as the supporting musician. Currently, each resides on either side of the Great Lakes, with Mars in Chicago and Leave Nelson B in Cleveland. The project was born out of friendship and mutual admiration for one another's work after being made aware of one another's existence through their label head, Super Destroyer. 
being the first band to officially form on Lonely Ghost Records, the collaboration was natural and manifested itself out of a need out of a need of an emotional exorcism that both the artists needed. I think I fucked up reading that, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, discussing the sun uh, comes from Lonely Ghost Records. I'm a fan of Lonely Ghost, so uh, when I knew they had a new record out, I wanted to check it out. It's it's like a very chaotic, chill album. It like it's a strange one for me. I've never like it. Kind of has shades of like maybe a hundred gex, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got yeah, like, like a lot. It's got a lot of auto tune. It feels like it's a strange sound, but I vibe with it. Uh, I can tell you, it's better than a hundred gex. <laughs> better than a hundred gex. Yeah, I don't really no, like hundred gex that much. Yeah, sorry. Gex. You don't like Mars Volta. You don't like a hundred gex. Why are we friends? I didn't say I didn't say I didn't like Mars Volta. <laughs> I just didn't like I didn't like Afterburner. Didn't mean I hate DGD. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, there's more reasons than that. But <laughs> yeah. well, let's talk about discussing the sun. What do you think about this record? I think there are elements that are. It's obviously very chaotic, not in like fucking, you know, Death Grips style chaotic like that, but kind of like it's very chill beats and instrumentals. And there's like a guy trying to do like a little peep tripe, you know, singing, emo, screaming. Yeah, it's kind of a weird mixture, but I can see the potential of uh, a good combination with that. I think with more realization with that type of style, I think something great could be here. Yeah, I but did. I'll, I'll, over in that, I'll, I think this is very experimental type sounds that yeah. is pretty okay, at least. I did write in my notes that it does feel very much like a first album, like they're only just finding their sound. I think whatever they do next, it'll be much more refined and like uh, I think Andre Gex I moment. Think either have more chaotic <laughs> instrumentals or have like less screechy vocals, is what I can say. It, it's kind of like a weird <laughs> concoction uh, together, at so, least with uh, the performance through this album. Sometimes this album does make noises that I do not like. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that is generally a problem for me, but uh, it's not often. Uh, it's just sometimes. What about you, Ivy? What are you thinking about this? Discussing you know, this? honestly, I kind of like the vibe of it. Yeah. I, I don't think it's like something that's like my favorite. To be honest, like actually, like straight up, if they made it worse, I would like it more. <laughs> like I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like go, you know, a hundred percent in on the idea that you're doing. Like make this the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard, and I guarantee I will like it. Because I I, I agree with the both of you on that. It sounds like you know it's like a first album. They're finding their sound. They want to refine it. I think if they're gonna refine it, they need to make it more obnoxious. It needs to be. <laughs> more annoying i want worse sounds on it and then i'm gonna love it i like i guarantee you they come out with another album in two years that's this but like hammed up to you know times <laughs> 10 i'm gonna like this like so much <laughs> have you ever seen the meme where it's spider-man talking to this dinosaur dude he's like you can use this technology to cure cancer but and i don't want to like... cure cancer i want to turn people into dinosaurs yeah <laughs> no, nah, I want, I want like, I want like, they need to, they find their own sound away from a hundred gex. You know, they're not sprinkling in any gex. Yeah. And 
It's the worst thing you've ever heard. Genuinely, I'll listen to that a million times. Give me 110% Gex. <laughs> this is, I love that Cheem record that came out. Uh, it's like my favorite record of the year. And uh, really? I'm sorry, Cheem is going to catch a stray because it's also on Lonely Ghost, but uh, Overload, least favorite song on that record. And that it's clearly like 100 Gex, uh, hyper pop inspired. Overload. It, yeah. It's a load, all right. Oh my God. I did not say that. <laughs> it. <laughs> It just doesn't fit with the rest of the record for me, um, but still love that record. And this is a great record as well, Discussing the Sun. If they put out a cassette, I will buy it. Uh, Lonely Ghost Records, you know. You're the number one some... cassette buyer that doesn't own a cassette player. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I actually just got my first cassette. I also don't own a cassette player. <laughs> yes. What <laughs> what cassette? Um. So I was actually recording uh, vocals with keely of makoto Mm -hmm. and um uh she gave me the the critical hits split uh (laughs) ep on cassette i don't know i I don't think i've heard of that one it's uh it's makoto and hyper olympic critical hits gotcha it's very very good um cool yeah check that out everybody (laughs) um that concludes our reviewing long one this week long episode but you know we have more in store for you in the future you know we talking about all kinds of all kinds of great stuff and music and and it's going on for 100 seasons and it's gonna have jackson and me and casey and ivy and a whole bunch of other people and it's gonna be 100 seasons immune puke 100 seasons um so uh thank you for listening uh and reading our video please leave five stars on spotify and apple podcasts and all that other shit that has stars or likes or whatever uh check out the patreon me casey and jackson did a snack cake tier list and you won't believe which one's s tier also we got shit faced and we uh talked a lot about nothing we got shit-faced. not really nothing yeah what, was that a patreon episode no at the lake I don't remember. Oh, the lake oh, house. Yeah, you got, you got so <laughs> shit-faced. You don't even remember releasing that episode. <laughs> the lake house is such a, a place of magic. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, I've never that been episode... more jealous in my life. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the lake house is I we were there for, like, two days, right? We haven't even really properly talked about the lake house, but me, Jackson, and Casey, and... Uh, our other friend Kenneth went to Jackson's grandparents' lake house, and I cannot hang anymore. I'm too old. I'm too weak. I'm too frail. Like I, mm-hmm. I can't get drunk. I can't get high. I fell asleep for like half the day the second day we were there. It was pathetic. Old man working nine to five every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm on that same crowd. You have a you have a girlfriend and no kids. <laughs> yeah, we have a dog, lady. It's not a kid. She's my baby, so kind of like a kid. It's Claudius. The best you're gonna get. You're the ste- you're the father that stepped up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye.